ready to launch? Yes. Let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Hi, Haley. So today we're talking about mindfulness. Mindfulness is being present in a moment without allowing that moment to overwhelm us. This has turned into a real buzzword recently. Why do you think that is? Well, I think people are really looking for paths to healthier minds. There's so much noise out there in the world, and it's hard to find a center amidst craziness. Now, Haley, I know you are very committed to a practice of mindfulness, and it's not really something I've intentionally incorporated into my life, so I'm really eager to learn more about what mindfulness looks like in your life. Well, mindfulness kind of snuck in unintentionally in my life, which is kind of ironic because mindfulness is really about intentionality. So I bring mindfulness into my life in a couple ways. One way is through meditation, which quiets my mind and really helps me focus. At night for my daughter's bedtime, we will do a nightly meditation. This is really what my husband and I have started to do to get her to stop talking and just go to sleep. We use the Peloton app, which has five to 10 minute and even more meditations But every night, we'll do a five-minute calming or sleep meditation. It really helps her quiet her mind and prepare for sleep. It's also a great way for me to calm down after a really busy day. I have a somewhat similar bedtime routine with my daughter, where we quiet down with nighttime prayers and then her piano music, which is really just a playlist of very calm music. Exactly. It's not meditation necessarily that is the key, but rather that quiet contemplative time that you know is set aside to bridge the daytime with the nighttime. I've also worked meditation into my life in other ways that may be a bit more unexpected. If I have a challenging court appearance or deposition, I will sometimes do a five or 10 minute meditation beforehand. Not necessarily a calming meditation and certainly not a sleep meditation, but a meditation to focus my mind on the job ahead and quiet the chatter that's going on. I think a common misconception is that meditation is a complete clearing of the mind. That may be true. Quite frankly, there might be meditation out there that that is the focus. I don't know. But the meditations that I'm drawn to encourage not necessarily a clear mind, but allowing your thoughts to pass through and keep moving, not dwelling on something that pops into your mind. It allows you to focus on your intention at that time. I'm really fascinated by how you've incorporated mindfulness into your workday. And now that you've explained it a bit more, I think I do have a somewhat similar practice through prayer and silence. But especially this past year, 
It has been very hard to find the space and time for silence. Is your mindfulness practice limited to meditations? No, mindfulness definitely does not need to be just meditation. If you don't like meditation specifically, don't do it. But it doesn't mean that you can't practice mindfulness. The perfect example of this is organizing my to-dos to help me focus and be present in the moment. So we talked about lists and how we organize our work lives with lists in episode two of this podcast. And if you're interested in that, go back and listen to it. It's a great episode. But one thing I'll mention here is having my daily to-do list and adding things that come up during the day allows me to keep my attention on what I'm doing, but acknowledging that something arose And then I can relax because I know I won't forget about it. It's this focus that's probably the most effective, but also the most challenging mindfulness practice. When I actually focus on something, it really helps get that task done. But it's so hard not to get distracted. And the more I focus on adding to my daily list, the better I feel as the day goes on. I never thought of that as a mindfulness practice before, but I could definitely understand how it helps to keep you focused and keep your attention on this task at hand. I start my day with a clear to-do list and it helps me to remain focused for sure. When something distracts me or something comes up, I just jot down a quick note so I know it's something I've delegated to a later time and I can get back to what I'm working on. Sometimes I even make a list in the evening to prepare for the next day to clear my mind before bed. It helps me to feel more at peace and more in control for what the next day might throw at me. Another really important point with mindfulness is multitasking versus one task at a time. Working on multiple tasks is something that people think can be a real attribute, and it certainly can be. It's hard and overwhelming and not always the most effective way to work when you're doing multiple things at the same time. If you can develop a practice that helps you focus on one task at a time, it can be a real game changer. Okay, I'm a reformed, well, reforming multitasker. And you're absolutely right. It's not the most efficient way to work most of the time. The only time I find it to be really effective is when I can pair a mindless task with something that may require only a little bit of concentration. For example, I like to listen to an audiobook or a podcast when I unload the dishwasher or fold laundry. Exactly. It's not about never multitasking, but working toward not always multitasking that for me, I find to be a good goal and really helps me feel more balanced. Another mindfulness tip is simply putting down my phone during family time. That is such a great tip and a really important one. I think it's something we can all benefit from. I've even seen that some people have phone jails, like little boxes for dinner time, where they actually lock up their phones before the meal hits the table. I think that visual can be really powerful. Definitely. For me, I'm pretty good at leaving my phone in the kitchen when we all sit down to eat in the dining room. 
And this practice really helps me focus on my family. And I hope it shows my daughter that when she's old enough to have her own phone, it is not something to be permanently attached to her at all times. So right now, I want to share a little breathing technique that I think can be very effective when you're feeling overwhelmed and want to bring some mindfulness into your life. The one I'm going to share today is called box breathing. It's very simple. You inhale at a certain count, you hold your breath, you exhale, you hold that, and then you repeat it. Now, my daughter actually likes to trace a box with her finger in the air while we do this. And it seems to help her focus because she's using her breath, her mind, and her hand has something to do. I want to just try it together real quick, and we'll just do a four count. You can experiment with different counts that work for you. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. And then you'd repeat and go back to the inhale. You can do it as many times as you like, and you can definitely try it with your kids. Okay. I know I thought I didn't have much experience with mindfulness, but I definitely use these kinds of breathing techniques when I would regularly take yoga classes or did a yoga practice at home. These breathing techniques are so helpful for centering and bringing you back to the present moment. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome, Amy. I'm, I'm glad to share something that's really been effective for me and my family. And the great thing about mindfulness being such a buzzword right now is there are so many resources out there for different mindfulness techniques. There are a multitude of free apps, paid apps for meditation. You can go on YouTube and look up different breathing techniques. There's so much stuff out there on the internet that I'm sure you can find something that can work for you. It's important to keep in mind that mindfulness does not mean that you will never be stressed or overwhelmed again. If you acknowledge your feelings, surroundings, and obligations, you'll be better equipped to deal with them in a clear and measured manner without overloading. So Amy, with mindfulness in mind, what do you need to say out loud this week? I'm going to say out loud that I'm going to commit to try incorporating this box breathing technique into my daily life and also introducing it to my daughter. What about you, Haley? What do you need to say out loud this week? Amy, I'm going to take my own advice this week and work on my multitasking, specifically how to reduce my multitasking and focus more on doing one task at a time. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com for more on mindfulness on our blog. Have a great day.